listening to The Breakfast Show with Blake and Lawson and Shell. And Lawson, are you okay? Uh-oh. I ate my breakfast very fast. <laughs> and I just had to expel some uh, burp gas. <laughs> Got I, it. And I didn't want to do that into the microphone. You're welcome. But hey, we have another question for the quiz. Hold on. Sorry. Give me one sec. <laughs> He's going again, folks. Can't stop him. Which of these animals is not specifically mentioned in the Bible? Ooh. Okay, here we go. So three of these are. Okay. One of them is not. A, chameleon. B, bat. C, mole. Or D, monkey. Wow. Which of these animals is not specifically mentioned in the Bible? So it's crazy that three of them are. Chameleon, bat, mole, or monkey. Hmm. Which one is not mentioned in the Bible? 0491-064-669. Again, our prize for this week. We are just enabling you to be healthy here. We, we are the best kind of enablers. Enabling you to have a better life. We have (laughs) absolutely. We have 101 Secrets to a Healthy Life by Jorge Gonzalez, a manual to a healthy lifestyle, and the Revive Cafe Cookbook 7. And I will come and run with you if you win the prize. Speaking of that, Uh Wayne texts us and he says, I run 425 minute kilometers. 425 minute? Yeah, for how long, Wayne? He said, We can do a 10K to start. Okay. Okay. Lawson's over here. Okay. You said that you would run. Wayne, I hope you win. He's definitely going to win. I I run like, okay, last night I went for a nice, nice 8K, like I wasn't going crazy or anything. I ran like 530 for, for 8Ks. I think the fastest pace I've ran for anything over 5K is like I ran 7.5K at like 5.19. And at the end, I was like stuffed. So if he's running, what did you say? 425 kilometers. 425? And he says we can run 10Ks to start. 425 at 10K. Can you be my coach, Wayne? Can you teach me how to run, please? This this guy, that's incredible. I want less coaching and more uh, suffering. I just want to watch it happen. <laughs> you can join us, Blake. Nope, definitely not. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. That's Wild amazing. Times. Shout oh. out our Faith of Him listeners. We've got some athletes. We do. Dude, on here. That's incredible. That is pretty incredible, actually, for sure. We have our encounter Bible study coming up here in mm-hmm. just a little bit as well, too. I do want to clarify a couple things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Producer Shell, she's wanting me to clarify a few things. Mm-hmm. In the quiz question that was said before, mm. there were two animals, and I've killed. Well, I killed one, and I was amongst a group that killed another one. Mm. But that was in America, so it wasn't one of those ones from Africa. Mm-hmm. It was a mountain version of that one. Uh-huh. Okay, because I don't want to give the quiz answers away. Yeah, because I'm like <clears throat> Blake is literally a poacher, <laughs> like, <laughs> and so I want to say that that is, uh. That was also pre-COVID, mm-hmm. pre-Christian. Mm-hmm. So it was before I was... <laughs> it was way before COVID. Pre-COVID, pre-Christian. Way before Christianity in my life. Right? <laughs> so I just want to throw those two things out as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, it was illegal as well, too, but that was one of the least illegal things that I was doing at that time in my life, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So uh-huh. 
So just some caveats. So all we have and to I say have to that is my ways, praise God. And I choose to follow the Lord now. So Amen. it's a little bit different. Hey, also wanted to tell you guys, remind you that Robbie Bergen this weekend is from the Faith Experiment, from Faith FM, our boss here. And if we don't promote this, we'll be in trouble. So <laughs> please listen to us and please go. Uh, he'll please, be please, at please. Wollongong uh, in a very various locations. No, it'll be good. Presenting on various topics. He'll be in four different locations. So just head to faithfm.com.au or give us a call 0491 and we can give you all the information that you could possibly need on being able to see him. If you're from the gong, if you're from around the gong, if you're from the south coast of New South Wales, Get go. In there. Get it hey, done. What, what's the event actually called? Robbie and the gong? It should be called that. Okay. It's usually called like Robbie Bergen in the Faith Experiment kind of live or Faith FM live. It's usually something like that. But it's uh, it should be called Robbie and the gong. Okay. Robbie in the gong. Yeah, that's what I was Robbie's saying. gong. Robbie Gong. Yeah. Just like... No, Robbie's Gong. Like, the you know, like the doing. Yeah, that's gong. what I was Robbie's saying. Gong. Well, actually, that's a double entendre because he's like sounding off as well, too. Yeah, because he's making noise. I like it. Oh, <laughs> rocking a double entendre that right double there. Double entendre. That's, that's awesome. So, <laughs> well, outside of that, there's no there's no announcements. There's nothing. So, I guess we just have a Bible study today. Of course. I love doing a Bible study, mm. actually. That, uh-huh. It's one of my favorite things to do. All right. I do, I do want to... Uh, I do want to just tell our listeners as well. Mm. Texas 0491-064-669, what are you thankful for today? Mm. I mean, this is literally Thanksgiving. If there was ever a day that you uh, should text us at Faith FM to let us know what we're thankful for, text us and share what are you actually thankful for? What what are you praising the Lord for in your life? What has happened uh, today or in the last 12 months even that you are genuinely, honestly, wholeheartedly thankful for. Because, to be honest, mm-hmm. it's Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So we got to, we got to, I want to hear this stuff. This, mm. this means, and also maybe throw some emojis in there. You know how I like emojis. Mm-hmm. So I'm the emoji guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. Let's go. Uh, we are studying the 20 million movement Bible study. Mm. And today we're going to talk about some. Difficult texts, mm-hmm. and the two I want to focus on. There are two passages we we read one of these passages last week, mm-hmm. uh, First Thessalonians four thirteen to eighteen. But I just want you to read First Thessalonians four seventeen, and then I also want to read Philippians uh, one twenty one to twenty four. So we'll start with we'll we'll start with First Thessalonians four seventeen Philippians. Well, I'm, I'm flipping the pages right now, trying to get over to Thessalonians, if you know what I mean. You're not a dad, Lawson. <laughs> well, I'm trying no, to be, you okay? You have broken conduct. I, this is a code I, of conduct. You have broken the rules of engagement. You cannot be making jokes like that until you have achieved dadhood, okay? I'm calling you out on the air. No dad jokes for Lawson. <laughs> okay. Hashtag stop it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here we go. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 4 and verse 17. Then together with them, we who are still alive and remain on the earth will be caught up in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Then we will be with the Lord forever. Oh. Also, I just want to pray. I always, I always like to pray when we, when we read the Bible. Father in heaven, thank you for this beautiful morning. Thank you for the sunshine, the, the good weather all around. Uh, we just pray that as we study your word, we study the scriptures, you'd, you'd speak to us. You'd give us wisdom and understanding, and you would uh, remind us 
of all the beautiful blessings that you bestow upon us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, so can you read that one more time for me? I can. In verse 17, it says, Then together with them, we who are still alive and remain on the earth will be caught up in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Then we will always be with the Lord forever. Okay, that's interesting. It talks about that. Now let's go to uh, Philippians chapter 1. We'll go 1 to 24. The Bible says, For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. But if I live on in the flesh, this will mean the fruit of my labor, yet what I shall choose I cannot tell. For I am hard-pressed between the two, having a desire to part, to depart to be and be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, to remain in the flesh is more needful for you. So Paul's basically driven with this like passion to live in Christ. So mm-hmm. we see that in 2 Corinthians 5.17 that says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Uh, and with Christ after his second coming, which we just read in 1 Thessalonians 4.17. Mm-hmm. So Paul knows, he understands that not even death can break the assurance of belonging to his Savior and Lord, mm-hmm. right? So as he also, he, he writes a letter to the Romans saying in Romans eight thirty eight to 39, basically saying neither death nor life can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And then Romans 14, eight, for if we live, we live to the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. One thing I really love about Paul, he is just fully assured of his salvation. Mm. He is certain of his future with Jesus. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. And with that certainty, Paul then speaks to the believers who have all already died, uh, mm. not speaking to them, but speaking of those believers, mm. uh, Referencing them in First Thessalonians 4.14, those who sleep in Jesus and who will be raised at Christ's second coming to receive eternal life. We see that in First Corinthians 15 mm-hmm. and First Thessalonians 4. So now we have all that reference. We have all that background information, Lawson. I have a question for you. Yes. When Paul talks about his, quote, desire to depart and be with Christ, which we read Philippians 1.23, did he imply that after death his soul would depart to live Consciously with Christ. I don't think so. I I, I don't think so. Okay, so firstly, like, whenever it comes to talking about this, what we've established is that you can't make a doctrine from one verse, but verses together, and the weight of evidence generously falls in the side that death is asleep, um, and we wait until the second coming until we meet the Lord again. In fact, that's what 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 is all about. Now, secondly, he's saying, I would like to depart and be with Christ. This is a sentiment that I feel all the time. In fact, I remember actually 2018, uh, there was a group of us that was working with you, Blake. You're, you're the pastor of of the, uh, the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Raymond Terrace. And it was myself and it was the likes of Tom Kent and Rochelle Tom, yeah. and Nyla and all these different people uh, from all over the world, actually. Was that late 2018? That was, yeah, late 2018. We were all working together. I remember that. And there was this joke that we'd come up with and it was called, like, <clears throat> Cop Out. 
basically. And we were like, you know, it'd be like something we had to do that was difficult and we'd be like, nah, I'll just cop out. But what that was a reference to was we were talking about like, oh, what if, what if we go to Afghanistan, okay, and we go into the middle of the street and we just start loudly proclaiming Jesus, like top of our lungs, so that we get shot and die and then the next thing we know, we'll be asleep and we'll wake up and we'll see Jesus. And it's essentially a sentiment that comes from a place of like the world is getting more and more gnarly and more and more difficult and sustained persecution is very hard. And it's something that Paul is obviously and definitely going through. And so it's like, what if we cop out? You know, we do one grand act of just shouting Jesus, uh, but we're in, you know, some terrible country. And so we get shot and die and then we... What concerns me is all of you worked for me at that time, yeah. and I didn't know this was going on at all. Absolutely. And now I'm very, very just concerned about my leadership now, as a person. Now, it wasn't something that this we were... Literally, this is this is what you tell me now. This, this It wasn't something that we were obviously serious about, but it was just there was just this sentiment of, like, life is hard. There's, and we would say that all the time. Like, we'd be like, oh, I have to wash the dishes. Oh, I guess I'll, like, you know, just cop out. Rather be with the Lord, you know. Um it, it, but it's like it reflects like the fact that our world is so broken, is so heavy, is so difficult, and particularly as a Christian in in Paul's time and as we get closer and closer to the end of time, if you're truly following God, you will be at odds with everything that's in the world and receive so much persecution. There is this kind of want inside of us to go like, man, this is tough. This is tough. This is really hard and it would be super nice if instead of being here, I was with Jesus right now. Now, what we don't see mentioned in this verse is we, we see that, that Paul says, like, to, you know, to die is gain um, because eventually you'll be with Christ. But what he doesn't say is like, oh, you know, I would rather be in heaven right now with Jesus watching over you. He's just like, right now, I'd rather be with Christ. Right. That, that's his point. He's like, right now, I live in this super difficult world and I'm here and I, I have a mission here that I'm convicted and I'm passionate about. But to be honest, I'd, there are times where I'd just rather be with Christ. It kind of reminds me of like, there are a way to, there's a way to say certain things uh, that, and I can't think of the perfect example right now, but like you can say something that has a double, oh, or double entendre, right? Mm-hmm. It can have multiple meanings, right? But to understand the true meaning of the statement or the sentiment you need to take into consideration the context. Yep. And so context is king. You know, it's really, really important when you're studying the Bible and recognizing, you know, especially when we're talking about doctrinal issues, mm-hmm. um, which are doctrines are essentially like pillars of our faith. Like they're, uh-huh. they're the foundational uh, pillars that our faith is built upon. Mm-hmm. And so when you're thinking about these quote unquote doctrines, you need to take into consideration the big picture in the Bible, what mm-hmm. the Bible says about all of the those all of those topics on that yep. subject, right? Or all of those references on that mm-hmm. on that topic, and which is why I think it's so important when you're studying, uh, especially some people who may be studying uh, for uh, baptism, mm-hmm. like you might be thinking about getting baptized. Or maybe rebaptize. Maybe maybe you were baptized uh, as a baby, but it wasn't really your choice. And you're thinking, "Hey, I actually want to get baptized into the church. I want to join the church, and I want to be a part of this community of faith." Well, 
I think it's important that when you're studying uh, for baptism, when you're preparing yourself to make that commitment, that lifelong commitment to the Lord, that you study these topics uh, very carefully to understand the Bible's big picture perspective on these topics as well, too. Mm. So uh, I, I do, I agree with you. I don't think that Paul is... When he's saying desire to depart to be with Christ, I do not think that he's implying after his death <clears throat> that his soul, which there's no reference to in the Bible, this, quote, immortal soul, uh, will depart to live consciously with Christ. I don't think that's happening yeah. at all. In the Andrew's Study Bible, I want to read a little quote here saying, Paul, so this is a quote from this, uh, this study Bible here on this topic. Quote, Paul verbalizes his desire to leave this present troubled existence and be with Christ. Without reference to any lapse of time that may occur between the two events. Mm. This verse does not teach that Paul expected to go to heaven at death. Yes. He was very clear that he would not receive his reward until the second coming. Because we see that in 2 Timothy 4 verse 8. Mm. Which says, finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness. Which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, capital mm. D, and not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Yeah. So Paul himself is uh, explaining himself in another letter letter to Timothy. Mm -hmm. He's saying, oh, to, be, to die is gain, so mm -hmm. that I could depart and be with the Lord. But he then clarifies later on that he's saying, this crown of righteousness that, that is laid up for me, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me, will not happen until that day when he gives that crown to all who have loved his appearing mm -hmm. as well, too. We all get it at the same time. It's all going to happen, like, collectively all at the same time as well, too. But even you could say, oh, but he's still saying, like, he wants to be with Jesus right now instead of being with these people. Well, there are... People who are with Jesus right now, their names are Moses and Elijah and Enoch and the 24 elders and maybe a few others, potentially. <laughs> yeah. But these are people who were specifically taken to heaven. We see Moses dies and is resurrected. Enoch and Elijah are taken by angels. The 24 elders are, well, sorry, not the 24 elders, but those who were raised to life at Christ's resurrection, resurrection they yeah. were then translated and taken to heaven. Like, there are already people with Christ. It doesn't mean that they died and went to, like, everyone dies and goes to Christ. It's those specific people who are the first fruits among men. They are. And they went bodily. Yeah. In Jude 9. Actually, can, can we read that? Jude Jude 9. Yeah. I can read that. I think, it's, I think it's Jude 9. Where they argue over the body of Moses. Yes, yeah. exactly, right? So in Jude 9, they're having this argument over. The bones of Moses, if I'm not mistaken, because yeah. he, they're taking the taking Moses altogether, not just his soul. They're taking who he is uh, mm. collectively. I'm just trying to flip that now. Uh, Jude 9, the Bible says, But even Michael, one of the mightiest angels, did not dare accuse the devil of blasphemy, but simply said, The Lord rebuke you. This took place when Michael was arguing with the devil about Moses' body. About his body, right? Mm -hmm. Now, that's the NLT version as well, too. But I just find it interesting, like, the people who are in heaven as well, too, that's a reference that they're in heaven bodily, mm. which is important for us to remember and mm. to understand. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. You're listening to Faith FM, The Breakfast Show with Blake 
Lawson and Shell producing and Lawson. <laughs> I said Blake Lawson <laughs> and Shell on the breakfast show. <laughs> And uh, this kid, this we, kid over here. We have another question for the quiz. Our final question of the quiz today. <laughs> Just jump it in. How many chapters are in the book of Hebrews? <laughs> at least two. Uh, that's 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 my advice. There are at least two. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text if you know the answer to that one. If you do, you'll go into the draw to win the Revive Cafe Cookbook Seven or a hundred one secrets to a healthy life. Or well, actually not or and you get both of those things. And I'll come and run with you, except Wayne. <laughs> uh, 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 no, I'll come and run with R- Wayne. He can help me out. He can help me with my form. Maybe mm-hmm. you know, yeah. teach me how to get those. Get those good steps going. Did you? <laughs> he probably, if dude, if he can run 10K at 425, he probably runs marathons. I can drive that. If you need a coach, I just drive along with you. <laughs> go, Lawson, go. Um, Lawson is interrupting us here because uh, he has a text message that he's a little bit scared. I, I don't know what this he text message I says. Know, I know you don't know yet, but I'm going to read it live on the air. Uh-huh. You ready for this? Yep. It's from our... Favorite Kiwi, uh, oh. Raiden. He's coming in hot. <laughs> Favorite, quote unquote. <laughs> Try an A, Lawson. Then why have you not introduced us to your fiance yet? <laughs> then <laughs> don't tell us you're embarrassed by your extended family. And then three laughing face emojis. <laughs> I know I'm a Kiwi and Australians are easily embarrassed, but we will be nice. Three <laughs> laughing face emojis to the side. Yeah, see, the problem is is that I'm not even at that stage yet. Like, right, I'm, gotta, I'm trying, but I'm at you square. You got friends. Guys, I'm at square you gotta make one. Okay, I need, I, need to, I need to leave my house first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at square one. I'm trying to get this done, okay? I'm trying to. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to, get, to solve the depopulation problem, <laughs> like, personally. Wow. Okay, good, good work, Lawson. You got some, you got some time to go on that. But one. I'm not desperate. I'm a really good guy. Just <laughs> <laughs> wow! You told them. You told them. They they know. They know now. Yeah, uh, that's right. If there's one thing I know, it's Lawson's not a desperate guy at yeah. all. <laughs> and that question was, how many chapters are there in the Book of Hebrews? Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. I think we're having too much fun on Thanksgiving today. Yeah, it's we're good. thankful. It is. It's good. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Thanksgiving, Elizabeth texts in my family. Aww. Yeah. So she's got two hearts, like mm-hmm. the little pink ones. Uh, then it looks like a blonde guy with a beard. Is it me? No, you have a mustache. Okay. Uh, but Elizabeth, maybe you're thankful for Lawson as well too, but I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> but blonde guy with a beard. And then it looks like there's two couples with two little girls or with a little girl each. Would you say that? Have a look at that on those emojis. So yeah, maybe maybe grandkids, yeah, like or maybe their kids, yeah. I think it could be grandkids with with daughters. So, yeah. uh, Elizabeth, thank you so much for sharing what you're thankful for here on Faith FM. We're gonna keep going with our Bible study now. Lawson, are you ready? I'm, dude. I'm here. <laughs> you're born ready. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Here's a thought process. We're we're kind of talking about what Paul and this whole idea of departing from the Lord Mm -hmm. uh, to be with him. In short, Paul is saying that the next thing he would know 
after departing death would be Christ coming in the clouds of heaven to raise the dead. Then he would be with the Lord. Mm. It also should be noted that the Bible writers at times refer to two events together that may be separated by a long period of mm. time. We see this all throughout Matthew 24, mm. you know, as well, too. So I think it is important for us to recognize that because of the evidence and the weight of all of Paul's writings altogether, mm-hmm. it gives us a better understanding that he was saying at the day of the coming of Jesus, at the second coming, when the trump sounds, this is when he will be with the Lord again. Yeah, you, you see a passage like... 1 Corinthians chapter 4, 13 to 18, where Paul is giving an unequivocal explanation to the Thessalonians as to how that process takes place. People are dead in the grave that they've been sleeping in, and they wake up at Jesus' second coming, and then us who are alive and remain, we meet them in the clouds, and we all go to heaven, and this is like the end of the world. Um, For then, for you to take a off-handed personal reflection that Paul made, like, hey, I would like to be with Christ right now, which is a comment that I, as someone who believes that we go to heaven at the second coming, we don't go to heaven with, which, when we die, is something that I feel in the exact same way. Like, I would love to be with Christ right now. And then Paul says that, and people are like, that must mean when you die. And it's like, no, Paul has already given an unequivocal explanation of this. And many, repeatedly so. Many, yes, repeatedly so, in yeah. many different areas. For him to make the comment, I would like to be with Christ right now. Yeah, it's it's impossible to use that to draw a doc. Now you can use that to draw a doc- draw draw doctrine out of, but the point is, is that what Paul doesn't say is when you die, you immediately go to heaven. No, he never does. That would be an unequivocal statement. And so we go back to the double entendre thing. Like yeah. it can be read both ways, so you need to figure out how that is mm. going to be read by looking at the context of all the other scriptures. Absolutely. Here's mm. a question: Why would Paul prefer to die than to live? Well, because living is hard. That's true. That, <laughs> I mean, it is. It's tough. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's very, very true. He, <clears throat> I think there's a reference here, 1 Corinthians uh, 9.27. You want to look that one up for us? It says, But I punish my body and enslave it so that after proclaiming to others, I myself should not be disqualified. Okay, so he's basically saying, I'm suffering mm-hmm. so that others may know Christ more. Yep. And he would do this with the full certainty that he would receive the crown of righteousness. And so even though Paul, you know, he doesn't want to, quote, die, he knew that if he does, what would follow when he did, which mm-hmm. would be sleep, but for him would be instantaneous. Yeah. And then to be reunited with the Lord. Mm-hmm. The theme of Paul's entire ministry is that, yeah, he would be a pioneer that would go to the world, but that he would suffer. In fact, that's exactly what Jesus says about him. Watch what this man will suffer for me. That's what he says, I believe it's to Ananias. When Ananias, a disciple in Damascus, takes him in after he's been blinded, he's like, or I think he says it to Paul himself. He's like, you know, you'll suffer many things for my name's sake. 
essentially Paul, all Paul did was suffer. And you can then jump into, I believe it's second Corinthians 10 or 11, where Paul gives an account of the sufferings that he's been through. Mm. Where he's like, I've been in perils of robbers and waters. I've been in the deep. I've been, you know, I've been beaten by my own countrymen five times, whipped three times, you know, even stoned to death. Like I've been through so much for the sake of the Lord. Uh, so much serious suffering that, neither Blake or I or many people have even could even remotely think of coming to. Uh, but he, his whole life was suffering for the Lord. Obviously, he had joy to go and do that. And he says that he's in content with doing that in, in Philippians 4. He says that he's in, that's, that's what he enjoys doing because that's his call from God. But definitely I could sympathize with the sentiment that he's sharing like, hey, I'm suffering so much. It would be nice to be with Jesus right now, as Jesus himself did. Mm-hmm. Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus like, Lord, if it's your will, take this, take this cup from me. But if it's your will, I will drink it. Like, even Jesus, when suffering, is like, this is hard. I would rather not do it, but I'm going to anyway for your sake, God. Mm-hmm. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Blake Lawson and Shell, and we have The LBS our, team. The LBS team. We have our answers. Answers, that's right. God instructs us to give thanks in all circumstances, so not just on Thanksgiving, but always. Uh, how many plagues were put on Egypt uh, to get them to let God's people go? That was 10 plagues. Now, this is the controversial question. While a shepherd, David is recording as killing... <laughs> A lion and a bear, yes. which Blake might have might have done that too. Uh, in the next question, <laughs> I wasn't shepherding. In the next question, now this is interesting. Which of these animals is not specifically mentioned in the Bible? A chameleon, B bat, C mole, or D monkey? I, I think it's monkey. The answer is monkey. Is it okay? Yeah. Cool. Because I was just thinking, man, the other ones. I, I think I've seen mole and Job. Yeah. Chameleon just sounds crazy. Yeah. What was the other one? Bat. Bat. Yeah. Mm. Don't eat them. That was actually a prophecy about COVID-19. <laughs> no, it was not. Not really. That was a lie. How many chapters are in the book of Hebrews? There are 13 chapters. And that was the answers. Congratulations if you got them right and you got yourself in the draw. But right now it is time for... Question of the day. In Luke 18 and verse 19, why did Jesus say no one is good but God only? Why is he rejecting the description, Thomas asks. Okay. First off, uh, Thomas, thank you for that great question. But I think there's another question behind this question. Mm -hmm. And what the real question that you're saying is Jesus is separating himself from God. So, uh, but we're going to address that really quick. Let's look. I'm going to read the whole thing in context. And it says in Luke chapter 18, verse 18, Now a certain ruler asked him, saying, Good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus is seeing that this person who's come forward to call him good teacher, he's not really meaning what he's saying. He's seen through this false uh, narrative that is being put forth, right? Then it goes on to say, So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. You know the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not bear false witness, honor your father and mother. These are all references to the Decalogue, to the Ten Commandments. 
Then this man, he said, all things I've kept from my youth. So what he's really saying is like, I am good. I've done all those things. I have never broken those things. And then Jesus responds. So when Jesus heard these things, he said to him, you still lack one thing. Sell all that you have and distribute to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. This is a disciple that Jesus literally has invited that we don't have a name for because the very next verse says, but when he heard this, he became very sorrowful for he was very rich. The context is very key to this question. In the situation, Jesus, he's confronted by a man who's kind of puffing himself up, but Jesus, he heads him off at the pass. Jesus directed the man's attention to the father who is God over all, the most high, the great I am, Yahweh. As Jesus was obedient in all things, he is a reflection of the Father and his messenger. So when this man is referencing his ability to obey all those things, Jesus is uh, reflecting and saying, actually, you still lack something, even though you perceive that you have kept all these things. Whereas Jesus doesn't lack those things because he is the reflection of God's character. So this, uh, the, the answer that he gives uh, when he says, I have kept all these things from my youth up, his answer actually shows that he believed himself to be good. But Jesus countered and told him the one thing that he still did not have, which is faith enough to follow Christ to believe, right? The man's putting his faith on his wealth, his possessions, instead of in God and the message that God's son brought. So we can think we can be good enough on our own, but that's a false premise. We are not good enough uh, in we also see that there is none that are good, no, not one. So Jesus is not separating himself from God. He is affirming that all righteousness is in God, the Father, and that the Son was obedient to the Father and doing the Father's will in all things. So Christ is acknowledging God the Father's goodness and the connection that he has is the reflection of God the Father through his obedience, which leads to righteousness. So I hope that hopefully that answered your question there. Thomas, thanks for texting in. You're listening to Faith FM. The breakfast show is Blake and Lawson. Uh, this this guy's crazy over mm-hmm. here. This uh, this Lawson character, he is a loose cannon, and uh, but he somehow makes it to the studio every morning. I do. I don't know how, but <laughs> but I'm here. But you're here. I'm here. We're getting it done. Please help me. You know, uh, I'm thinking about. I'm actually just thinking about tomorrow. Maybe we should talk about the Euphrates River. Things are getting wild over there. Right now? Yeah. People are upset about what's happening in the Euphrates River because of its connection to prophecy. Ooh. So I think tomorrow we're going to look into that a little bit. We're going to talk about the Euphrates River, and we're going to talk about the connection with the Bible and talk about what's going on, what's getting people in such a stir, such an uproar about the Euphrates River. Have you heard anything about it? No. Really? I've heard nothing yet. I've, you haven't heard anything yet. I haven't been keeping up with my Euphrates news. <laughs> you don't go Euphrates NN yeah. live every morning? I'm, E-N-N? I'm, I'm apparently not. <laughs> well, you're missing out. <laughs> E-N-N. E-N-N. Fox Euphrates? <laughs> Fox um, Euphrates. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not keeping up with it. Yep. Sorry. Well, you got to get on get in on Channel that. E? 
Uh, Channel E. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Euphrates River. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. We're going to see what that uh, what that is. What's what's going on over there, and why is it drying up? Mm. And hey, I wanted to remind you guys as well. We just had question of the day. If you guys have any other questions, then you can give us a call at zero four nine one zero six four six six nine, and you can tell us your various questions and whatever they may be. And don't forget about Robbie and the Gong. That's right. Four locations, three topics. Faithfm.com is where you get all the information about Robbie in the gong. Robbie's gong. <laughs> we're going we're going there. This is it this weekend? It is this weekend. I'm excited. That's gonna be very, very cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. So thank you for being here with us. I always remember we talk faith, we live faith, we act faith, and then you'll grow strong in Jesus Christ. Amen. God be with you till we meet again. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.